0: This is what it's like being a digital marketing account manager. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I'm Tasha, joined with the lovely Linda, as always. And today we're answering a question that we get asked quite often, which is what's it like being a digital marketing account manager or what is a digital marketing account manager? Um, Super loaded question. So that's what today's episode (laughs) is going to answer And I think we could start off with, uh, really, what is a digital marketing account manager? And, you know, we do interchangeably use a few names for this role. We've got digital marketing account manager, which is very long, account manager, Mm. which is used in other industries as well, so can be sometimes misunderstood, And then more recently, we've started seeing digital marketing consultant. Or Sometimes we'll just throw in AM for the fun of it just to confuse everybody. Or DMC, really. So if you are listening (laughs) and you're like... Digital marketing consultant. Yes. If you're like, what is it? What are they referring to? Most of the time, it's digital marketing account manager is more commonly known. So yeah, let's kick off with what is a digital marketing account manager? Over to you, Linda.
1: Well, uh, to sum it up really nicely, it's really just the liaison between our internal teams mm-hmm. and the client. Yep. So any sort of communications, any projects, really, it's up to the account manager to make sure that the internal teams are briefed and working on things and that the client is also aware of kind of what's happening internally as well. Mm-hmm. So they're really that that middleman to make sure that everything gets executed.
0: Yeah. And like to, like not to undersell that that part, it's so yeah, important. That that digital marketing account manager, that account manager if you will, also I guess you could possibly refer to them as a project like an overall project manager because they do have this ability to oversee an entire account, you know, within within our organization and make sure that everything is happening as it's meant to happen puts out fires when they happen, you know, keeps people accountable. But also don't let it be known unknown that digital marketing account managers also do production work too. Yeah. So we'll talk about production work in a moment. But the reason why we're talking about this stuff is because Linda's currently in one of our senior digital marketing account manager roles now and that's where I was previously. So we both have a lot of experience in this position and can speak from can speak from that and then and then some more. So okay let's talk about
1: a day in the life right what does a typical Mm. day look like with account management I'm going to start by saying that every day is completely different yeah like there are standard things that you do but (laughs) there is no two days that function and look exactly the same Mm -hmm. I think to start with um I'm going to say and there's so many components to this but one part is uh holding internal meetings with your specialists Mm -hmm. so as an account manager, like we said earlier, you're really project managing everything. And a big part of that is consulting internally mm-hmm. within your resources. So here at Red Pandas, we have paid media specialists. We have HubSpot specialists. We have a producer, you know, that includes graphic design, mm-hmm. video editing. There are so many different specialists within the company. And a part of the role as an account manager is to really bring in these specialists when they're needed for their expert advice and- Um, I guess use their skill sets where you need them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, spot on. And like you said, holding those um, internal meetings, but then also the regular meetings with the client and the point of contact at that business that you're working with and making sure they're aware of what we're working on, what we're waiting on. A big uh, big role in our account management position is to really lead the work that's being done. And what we like to do at Red Pandas is never be on the back foot. We always want to be on that front foot. So that's a, that's a fighting metaphor for anyone listening that doesn't know what that means. <laughs> so when you're on the front foot, it means that you are pressuring, you are forward, you are making sure that things are going the way you want them to go, and you're not being reactive. We actually say a lot here to be proactive about yep. the work we've got on account. So a typical day will always be, and we want it to be as much as possible, not putting fires out. Every now and then, yes, it happens, and like that is the nature of agencies there is uh, every now and then the call or the email that comes through at 4.45 on a Friday afternoon. You're like, shit, we need to get this stuff done before we can go yeah. on our weekend. But that's rare. Um, and most of the other time, it's a lot of proactivity. So planning ahead. What are we working on next week, next month? What do my resources look like? What does the capacity of my team look like? Do I have the hours available for my client to create this new project that they want? So a lot of that um, for vision. Foresight, yeah. foresight. And I think in this role, you really
1: will struggle if you don't get a handle on your time management yeah. and efficiency point yeah. of view. It's just such a big critical part of being an account manager yeah. to be able to manage your time and develop processes or work within processes so that you can be proactive Yeah. Because if you're not managing that aspect of the job, you're definitely reactive
0: and it's a really dangerous place to be in account management. Yeah. That actually is a really nice segue into the skills. So we'll come back to another topic that we've got here that we want to talk about. But the skills required or the skills necessary or the skills we look for in account managers are things like that time time management um, ability. You know, you've got five competing deadlines. How do you manage all of them? Because you simply cannot do five things at once. This multitask. This idea of multitasking, like it exists, and if you really think about some of the best work you've achieved, you probably weren't multitasking. Mm. And I've made the mistake many times before trying to do too many things at once because I had those competing deadlines. And I learned very quickly that you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, and the quality of your works can be poor. And someone a a client, which has happened, has complained. Yeah, complained. Sorry, and you know the you, you can't let that happen. You know your work needs to be top of the notch these clients are paying you for something that needs to be if not perfect bloody close to it and so you should give the respect that it deserves and focus on that one thing at a time so multitasking can be glamorized Mm. and it
1: really shouldn't be Mm -hmm. particularly in a role like this account management when you have so many competing priorities yeah when you are multitasking you're just doing things at 50 percent of your capacity yeah so not focusing on on one particular project is not good when yeah. it comes to account management because you're just not doing it right. Exactly. And you get caught out very, oh, quickly, very quickly in account management. Yeah. If you make a mistake, um, you know, if your skill level isn't there, yeah. it's really obvious. Yeah.
0: yeah. With that said, when you, I think when you first start in this role, if you've never worked in account management before, it's going to take you longer to do things. Yeah. You're going to make plenty of mistakes in the beginning, even with those processes and checklists and support. But that's part of, totally. That's part of the process, and yeah. like it's almost like you need to earn those stripes mm. to get to that point of like, no, I've I've effed up this before. I know not to work on two things at once or three things at once. Yeah, or to listen to like blasting you know Blink One Eighty Two in the background whilst you're reviewing <laughs> something and then let it go live. This is what happened to me. So I just right. I learned how to. Focus more where I needed to focus and also turn off distractions where I need to turn them off. Yeah. Um, on that note, some other skills to help you become an effective account manage- manager, uh, definitely along the big mix of communication skills. Yeah. Like it cannot be undersold how important communication is in account management.
1: It's probably where I've grown the most here in this role. Yeah. In the communication piece because you're dealing with so many different people in Mm -hmm. your account manager. For myself, I have a remit of like seven clients right now, right? So they're all different. And that's like seven different personalities. And and, and different job types, which means that you're attracting different types of personalities. So, you know, CEOs, sales, marketing, and so with that,
0: you, you're you working with a whole lot of different personalities. Yeah, and no seven people have all had the same great day that you may have. Or maybe one client's had a really crappy day. Yeah. And then you've got to jump into another meeting with a client that's had a fantastic day. So you're going on that like yeah. almost emotional roller coaster with the clients. Yeah, it's an energy clients. journey. Yeah, It is a massive energy <laughs> journey. And one thing that we can we can accidentally fall into the trap of is one client might be an energy um detractor so they just suck the life out of you but then you have to be able to just turn it around and show up to that next session and not let that other client feel what you've just gone through and that's that is a skill in itself and that takes time I don't think anyone walks into this role being able to do that straight away.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. Like when we, when we talk about like a day in the life, that's such a big part of it. You've got your internal meetings within your team, mm-hmm. but then you've got those external meetings in which you're obviously dealing with different communication elements. Mm-hmm. And then there's everything in between. Yep. So there's the – in in this particular role anyway within account management at Red Pandas, it combines the tactical and strategic yep. elements. So I guess you'd expect elements of both within this role as well. Yeah. Depending on what level you're at and yeah, how exactly. much you can kind of
0: bounce off your specialists as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one of the other key skills I wanted to mention was handling pressure. Mm. So I mentioned, you know, five competing deadlines before and how do I handle all those? I think the biggest thing that shook me – when I walked into this account management role, like quite a few years ago, so obviously I've grown as a professional, but also just um, in general, the rock can be hard. Yeah, is you're like you've got five or six, or seven in your case, clients all messaging or calling or emailing at the same time with competing priorities. They're, they all need to be done now.
1: Mm. You're like, oh, shit, what do I? <laughs> which one yeah. comes first? How do you
0: negotiate
1: and push back? Exactly.
0: Yeah, and there's. No, I'm telling you now, there is no golden rule. I can't say, okay, do this. That's a, there's no silver bullet, as Moby says. It's it There's is a really fine
1: line yeah. between being able to push back when you need but then also trying to push your internal team and yourself yeah. to its limits in regards to what can the business handle. Exactly. There's that
0: fine line. Exactly. And that's what a, a digital marketing account manager can do. They have that, like I said before, forevision mm. and understanding. It's foresight. I don't know why I keep saying forevision. <laughs> <Okay>. It's foresight. <laughs> it's a word now. I know. I've just made vision my own word. They have this foresight to be able to, you know, look at the account from the top and see where the hours are going, where the capacity has been, you know, what's behind, what's coming up, how how needy the client's been or how they are. There's this like massive awareness piece mm. for them to then be able to go, okay, I can push back on this deadline or no, X, Y, Z happened. We can't push this deadline back. So that becomes your first priority. Hence why there's no silver bullet. Yeah, There's nothing that I can say. Okay, take this away, and this is how you prioritize. No, it's really holistic. Like the yep. account management role is looking at everything in one go, mm. and you know, knowing what strings to pull when and how. Like, yeah, it cannot be undersold how important it is with those challenging
1: conversations and the negotiations in regards to like what work we can and can't do. I will say a big part of the role, it will build your resistance. Uh, your res- sorry, your resilience. Yep, it will build your resilience. Mm because you're going to have really tough conversations with people that might seem super intimidating Mm -hmm. and you know they have a lot of power within their company and so you're going to really be challenged to be able to have some really hard conversations yeah and like I said you're dealing with so many people it's or it's really important to say as well. Don't be disheartened yep. when you don't get along with certain people as yeah. well as others. Yep. Obviously, a big part of this job is relationship building. It. Yep. It's a huge part of it. But at the same time, be aware that you just can't be liked by everyone. everyone.
0: Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a pill a big pill for me to swallow as well. I think in this role and <laughs> mm. a really nice um, you know move into our next topic, which is what are the responsibilities of a digital marketing consultant. See, I just use DMC there. <laughs> or yeah, you know, like I said, account manager in digital marketing. And to Linda's point, client relationships are so important. Now that's like to Linda's point, again, it's not so you're best friends with clients. That's not going to happen with every single client. You will gel and you will connect with certain people better than others. Yes. But at the end of the day, we are running a business mm. and we are two businesses with a commercial framework between the two of us. And there's business to be done and work to happen. So what I would um you know what I would urge and I know what I did in my time was obviously build build that rapport naturally. Don't go out of your way to yeah. be best friends with anyone. You will naturally find something you can connect with your clients on. So what's an example T of how somebody
1: new to an account mm-hmm. management role could what what the, could they do to be able to try
0: and connect with a new client, let's say. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, Linda. So um one particular client of mine that I used to look after, not anymore, but I know that uh, this client followed the same football team as my husband. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't personally love football myself, but I was able to create a bit of a joke around how they could be buddies because, you know, they obviously watch the same, same, they support the same team. And in the background of my my home office actually is a signed jersey in the background. So that's actually mm-hmm. how that particular, you know, um, in topic came up yeah and that was a way for us to always kind of have a little bit of a banter whenever we spoke to each other like oh you know how's the team going blah Mm blah blah even though Mm -hmm. I did not personally I don't really care for the football team my husband is a huge supporter though so there was always that yeah um that you know connection there yeah and you know that that's just not to say Linda that every client you have forced them to talk about (laughs) football football. no because I'm (laughs) not a football fan so that's not going to happen but with every client with every person that you're going to build relationships with you will find something you can connect with them on whatever that is, if a sports team, it's a type of food, a TV show, whatever it is that you know you can connect with them and little slight drops of, oh, hey, did you catch that episode of The Good Doctor last week? You know what's
1: funny? I was having a, a conversation with a client yesterday and he asked what I've been up to, and so I told him we've been doing some coaching, and and you and I have spoken about like the rule of three yes. before, right? Yes. You know, ask a question and then ask two more follow-up questions. Yeah. I didn't talk about that, but he um, he shared some examples of communication styles, mm-hmm. and it was really similar and it was a really good tip, and you just did it actually. Oh, yeah. But to be able to find out more in deep dive, mm-hmm. he asked follow-up questions that start with who, what, why, yep. when, where,
0: yeah, the W's. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. And yep. and so you just you just I think it was how or you know, it was yep. something around the football. Yeah. But just two more follow up questions starting oh, with there. any of those words. Mm-hmm. And already you've learnt
0: like probably quite a bit yeah. about this person. And you can find somewhere to connect and latch and then be like, yep. okay, cool. I'm I've got that interest as well. And it's not to say bring it up every single time. Yeah, Again, touch it, on it here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is building yeah. client relationships. Exactly. Uh, there's another thing that we used to do a lot at Red Pandas. We obviously with COVID, a lot of things have changed. But when we got new accounts, so new clients, retainer clients, we'd make an effort to go out and see them in their office or take them out to lunch, do something to kind of welcome them to our Red Pandas community. And I know all of the accounts that I looked after, we did that with. And I think. Yeah, I did Yours as It well. was prior yeah, yeah. to COVID. That yeah, was prior to COVID. Yeah, before COVID hit, yeah. And I don't think people realise just how much like relationship building you can do over a meal. And maybe mm. this is like the wogs in us, the Italians in us. <laughs> Bring the food out Bring the Bring the table. food out, let's yeah. let's eat food and bond. But it does, it does something. When you sit down with someone and you share a meal, um, it does create a relationship. Yeah, and especially if that other it's person appreciates the Italian food, knows, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely definitely Italians. Hey, I feel like all all cultures are really, you know, heavy on their foods. Like it's, you know, survive, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. food, food is life, hierarchy. no? Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, the um the sharing a meal, connecting personally but always staying professional. That's that's the other thing. And I think mm-hmm. what we do really well here is maintaining close um, personal connections but yep. professional relationships. Oh, that's All a nice right. line. I like it. Yeah, make that a snippet. <laughs> 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 All right. How do you um, progress into an account manager, Yes. Takes? Yeah, that's a really good one, Linda. So when I started Red Pandas and really similar to Linda, there wasn't enough accounts or clients for us to take on, on our own fully, so to be a fully fledged um, account manager. So we start in a production role and the, you know, the traditional – um, you know, movement in, in an agency like Red Pandas is you start in a production role where you might own one account or be a really close support to an account manager on those accounts. And to clarify, so production mm-hmm. here is like, you know, it's
1: anywhere from graphic design, it's oh, yeah. copywriting, it's HubSpot or CRM support,
0: it's everything. Heavy execution. Everything. Yeah, yeah. You're just a, like, a, you're a, like a full-on doer. Anything yeah. you can do, you you're do. You're a generalist
1: marketer. That's it. Yeah.
0: And then you move, the idea is you gradually move into an account manager or an executive account manager. So, yep. not quite senior because you still need quite a lot of support from the strategists, like the HubSpot specialists or the mm. senior strategist or whoever the specialists are in their little roles. But you definitely need to do that executive kind of account management position first. And then the key differentiator between an, an executive account manager versus a more senior account manager would be someone that can run the accounts with little to no support from the specialists. So you've really zoned in, zoned in on the skills for each of those um you know departments, I guess you will if you can say, and you can really run it quite autonomously. And it's um it's it takes time. It takes time because there's so much to learn. Like account managers have such a breadth of knowledge across all those different departments. Like I don't even know enough about paid to consider myself a paid mm. specialist. I probably never will. Yeah. So I'll always need to l- lean on someone in the paid Yeah, I think
1: department. that's probably important as well. You know, you yeah. always have the support of the people around you. That's part of agency life and having those resources. Mm. But to be able to progress and um, experience growth within your role, the idea is to become more strategic. Yes. So when clients have a problem – in an account executive role you're not expected to solve those problems yeah what you do Uh, usually is you would go to a strategist within the company or a specialist and talk to them and try and problem solve together. Whereas, you know, as you kind of move through your career and you become more strategic, you're able to troubleshoot and provide solutions directly to the client in that conversation because of your experience and your knowledge over time. Exactly. And that's probably how you move through kind of that journey of account management.
0: Exactly. And again, it takes time. It's not something, unless you have been in account management for, you know, five years... I wouldn't expect anyone to be able to just like walk into that role and learning your accounts. Every client is different at, and every client will need something slightly different uh, day in, day out. So it's being aware and cognizant of that and mm. making the right decisions based off of that. Yeah. Uh, what's the most rewarding part of your role, Linda, as a digital marketing account manager?
1: Oh, I like it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I've I've got two. I think number one for me initially was that I was just exposed to so many different specialists within marketing, yeah. which you don't necessarily, depending on the size of the company, you don't always have that exposure. So, like I said, here at Red Pandas, we have you know hubspot specialists we have paid media specialists we have graphic designers and just by having conversations with these people every day you naturally just pick up pick up sorry just so many different skill sets within marketing obviously as an account manager you're a generalist but it's just so it's so great for your own um growth and knowledge within the industry to just have exposure to so many people in that way yeah I love that that's so true the Other one, more recently, I'd say like more so within the last year, Mm -hmm. it's been really rewarding having difficult conversations with clients and just working on the communication side of things. Yep. That for me has been really rewarding because I can apply that to my personal life as well. Yep. So it's it's not so much marketing related, but just kind of the general yeah. skill set that you work on in a role like this.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. the marketing the marketing knowledge that you're going to pick up in an AM role is the byproduct of yeah. everything else that you are working on. Yeah. For me personally, I love working on the agency side of things in general because mm. I similar to you exposure, but exposure to all the world's different businesses. Yeah, like I never, growing up, I never, well, in uni, I never knew what I really wanted to do. I was like, oh, do I want to work in this department or this industry or this? I didn't know. And it wasn't until I came to Red Pandas, worked on agency side that I was like, oh, I can do a little bit of everything. I can yeah. work in childcare. I can work in education. I can work in retail. I can work here because I'm getting that exposure to You learn to, so much. You learn so much. Like yeah. the, the, the learning curve at on an agency side is just like, for those of you listening, I'm holding my hand up right. like it's really <laughs> vertical. High. It's vertical, It's not horizontal. <laughs> no, it's vertical. That's how much growth there is when you're yeah. when you're working with multiple businesses. You just yeah. pick, and you just you know, by, like I said, byproduct. You pick up on marketing whilst you're doing that, but it's really the how business works, yeah. systems, operations, processes. It's uh, it's incredible, and you know, so much learning still to be done. What about the toughest part? Yeah, it's a good one. And this is one that, uh, you know, whenever we've interviewed for this role, um, I make sure that the candidates ask this. You know, Mm. I almost if they don't ask me, I tell them because it's important that you know that it's not, the grass isn't always greener and there's always hard days and hard things. And for me, um, it's the demanding priorities. When I was was full-time in the account management role, the demanding priorities um, can get to you especially when you have, like I said, five, six, seven people coming to you with problems and not everyone is as nice as we are, Linda, and they don't communicate uh, communicate as nice as we do and can be maybe a little bit aggressive or a bit abrupt. Um, And you are only one person and sometimes you can feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders with all these problems and it can be quite consuming. So that's something to keep in mind. It's high pressure. It's very fast moving and you can't let it get to you. At the end of the day, you have to know how to switch off, solve all yeah. the problems you can at work, switch off and come back the next day, refresh, ready to go. Do it again. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't and you take it home with you and you, it eats you up inside and keeps you up at night, like you're not gonna be performing the next day. You're not gonna be there for your clients the next day and you need to be because they're paying, they're paying yeah, for you. Yeah, it's, th- it's a really big
1: point. I think make sure within this role that you are able to switch off. I know yeah. it's easier said than done, But because your day is just so filled, you have so many clients, so many internal conversations, you have emails to get to, there's just so much that you need to fit in the day that it is really, it can be stressful, right? If you don't manage your time away from work as well and be able to switch off and decompress, spend time with your family, your pets, whatever.
0: Yeah. And if you are fresh going into an account management role, digital marketing role, You've never done it before. It's going to be hard. The first, I always say, three to six months is mm. you just learning how to keep your head above the water in that yep. role. Yeah. It's from six months on that you really kind of go, yep, I know what I'm doing now. I know where I need support where I don't need support and what else I, I need to work on. Yeah. Which is always happening every time, every day. Yeah. Um, Linda, I have one final question, which I'll ask you. And that is, what's the strangest thing a client has asked you to do? <laughs> okay. It could be anything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's
1: gonna sound strange, but I had a client ask me to break up with their other agency so we could take their work.
0: yeah, oh. oh. <laughs> awkward. Yeah, that's so yeah. awkward. Yeah. What I what about would you? Not, yeah, <laughs> I would not want to be in that conversation. Yeah. Um, I you... I had a client that actually shared a report with me. It's kind of similar to you but shared a report with me from another agency they were working with yeah and then like she didn't really understand what the report was saying so oh she asked God. me to explain it to her and funnily enough like we were doing the same thing so okay. it was like two competing so was a agents. Double up. yeah it was a double it was it was kind oh of gosh. awkward it was a very funny yeah. conversation but hey, look, um, growth, growth, <laughs> growth. And like you said before, some of those difficult conversations is what puts you in those yeah. best positions for growth. So yeah. thanks for sharing. I was <laughs> I was hoping for something a little bit more juicy, but you know, most of our clients have been super professional. So Honestly,
1: it probably doesn't sound like much, but when you're in the situation, you're like, is this really happening right now? Yeah, like no, no, no. how do I how do I tell the client that this is not yeah,
0: exactly. what we should be doing right exactly. now? Exactly. <laughs> growth. Let's all bring it all back to growth. This yeah. is fantastic for our growth. <laughs> With that said, Linda, we are at time, so thank you very much for sharing all those wonderful insights uh, to all of our listeners and watchers. If you have any questions that you would like Linda or I to answer in one of our episodes, feel free to hit us up at redpandas.com.au and make sure you check out the video if you're listening to this at redpandas.com.au forward slash MM9. It's episode nine. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to the next one. Thank you, Linda. Thanks, guys.